Hello Scorpio friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Scorpio February 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely click on the little more button with the arrow in the bottom right of this video to reveal all of the links for how you can see my books, how you can get a free birth chart through accessing special software that I have for my email newsletter list, how you can learn astrology with me, you can see information about readings, all of that is in the notes underneath the little um, more arrow button. This is for you if Scorpio is your sun or your moon or your rising or any other Scorpio placement you watch for. This is going to be a piece of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Scorpio, so we'll say around November 15th through the rest of the sign or around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you watch my Sagittarius report because you very late degree people are cuspy and you have a more complex read and you'll benefit from both readings. Okay, so this is a very light month astrologically compared to many that we have been experiencing lately. I love this month because it's a break between the eclipse season. We're not in it, which is nice. It's nice because we have a hybrid of a month where part of it's in retrograde and part of it is super clear. So we've got, you know, all possibilities in this month. We're also opening up the most fantastic open launch period of the whole year. We only have two of those for the whole year because Mars is going to be retrograde towards the end of the year, which will be of special note for Scorpios being your one of your rulers. But anyway, we'll talk about that in another another point in time later in the year. But it's important to know that because Mars is going retrograde, then we really only have two big open windows and we're going to start one of them this month. So that's really exciting. We'll go into lots of details about that. We're going to talk about the extended Capricorn energies because Venus was in retrograde and just recently direct and um, and Mars is in Capricorn for the first time and Mercury is still lingering in Capricorn as well. So we'll talk about what that means for you as a Scorpio. We'll talk about the um, Aquarius transits and what those mean for you. One good thing to know about this month, like I said, we don't have as many aspects as usual. Sometimes we have half as many actually, just even connections with the stars, which, which is nice. You know, it just feels lighter. There's just less activity there, a little bit more clear and even. And we have a couple of really amazing aspects. We're going to go into lots of details about one of them. But of the other aspects, a lot of them are neutral. They could go either way. So your perspective is going to reign supreme at this time. We'll go into the details about a sneak peek from January through April 22 of the, um, the shadow periods of the, of the eclipses, the, you know, eclipse season, the open period, all of these retrogrades. I'll give you a visual for it so you can understand how to place things and we'll talk more about what to do when to align um, with the natural rhythms of the universe. And then we'll go into details about this beautiful Jupiter-Uranus aspect. Finally, a planetary lineup that is not a pain in the neck like we've been having with those outer planets for years. This is a super sweet one, so we're going to talk a lot about that. Okay, so the first big must know is that with this extended Capricorn spree, that is very, very positive for Scorpios because we have a ton of extended energy in a sign that's making a 60 degree angle with your placement. And a 60 degree angle is the angle of opportunities. This is going to be a very key point this month. You are going to hear me bring this up again. But for right now, your chance to make financial things manifest is very much increased for a sustained amount of time. 
the, you know, bringing your ideas to life, bringing your emotional space into a place where you use your very deep emotions to create the things that you want. Scorpio people, more than anyone I've seen, have this deep wellspring of just, wow. You know, my husband's a Scorpio, so I'm just always fascinated by this and I'm just learning every day more and more about Scorpio. It's very cool. But I see sometimes that in that deep emotion, it's not always super easy to bring it out into a material form, into a financial form, into a tangible form. Maybe for some of you it is, that's amazing. But there is this tendency to keep the emotion and sit with it. But this period of time, the end of December, all of January, all of February into March, you're going to have the opportunities of these 60 degree angles of Capricorn egging you on to be super productive, to use your emotions for manifestation of tangible things. And a lot of that can also have to do with writing, music, speaking, the creation of artistic, um, you know, outcomes, not, not just, you know, other material types of financial things. And those things could also be linked to finances as well. But I think it can be a very, um, creatively prolific time for you that also supported by the, um, you know, some of the other aspects that you have going on in your chart, you've just got the creativity wellspring that's like, you know, I mean, Jupiter is aspecting your fifth house of creativity for an extended period of time. So, you know, whatever's in you, so we don't want to come out. And when it does, you can do something super tangible with it. You also probably will be traveling a lot. You might be traveling a short distance or a long distance, but expect to be very busy very social, even if you're not usually so, you might make some new friendships and you might talk to or see people a lot that are from the past, right? So if you have a nudge to connect with someone, that could come up in a really great way. Now, these Aquarius placements, they don't make as beautiful an angle with um, Scorpio. So that's going to add a little bit of pressure and that pressure is likely going to come into your home space, okay? So just know you'll be feeling a little pressure in the home space and that's going to either maybe your home needs some work, maybe there's a move or, you know, a real estate issue, or maybe you're working from home, so you're working extra hard at establishing something. There could be things with your family that come up that have to be dealt with. And some of those things can, again, be super positive. They just kind of involve making a lot of work, like it's pressure, you know? So whenever we see these pressure points, they don't always have to be bad or, or ever have to be bad per se, but you will be feeling the pressure in your home space. Okay, so that Aquarius new moon on February 1st um, is going to be of special note. And again, that, that is an squaring energy too. So kind of look out for extra pressure in the days, the last few days of January, the first few days of February. And that's also going to connect with Saturn. So some, some reality check or some like having to harness discipline to get stuff done. And by the way, if you need to do some big, tedious projects, this Capricorn energy, that's part of why it's going to help you manifest a lot of things to bring from, you know, that that beautiful wellspring of creativity because it's the energy of discipline, the energy of consistency, the energy of, of rewards that have come from prior discipline and the the esteem that comes from current discipline and past discipline all kind of mixed into this just productive productivity party. <laughs> all Scorpio placements, but those of you close to 12 degrees, so the last um, few days of October and the first few days of November, 
Um, and again, if you run the free birth chart through going to AnnieHelpsYou.com, you know, getting the welcome letter when you sign up for the free email newsletter, running my free birth chart through the software, you can see these degrees. So you can use the, the information I'm giving you more. So if you see you have something within 12 degrees, but again, the birthday is end of October, early November, will be most closely aspect and the pressure is going to be on even more for you all. Now, in the days around February 16th, we've got that full moon in Leo. Again, this is a little bit of a pressure point because the, it's another 90 degree angle coming from the top of your chart. So what it looks like is that you've got pressure at home and you've got pressure at work, which again, doesn't have to be bad. There could be things going on that need attention, or it could just be you've got a big work project and you got to get it done and your home stuff is needing help and you got to get it done. So just kind of expect that your work and home sectors are going to be lit up very much this month. And that can bring amazing things. You know, you could do take a wonderful trip with your family. You could accomplish something great with your work. Your work could be very financially supportive. And so, but it could bring a lot of drama and just kind of be on the lookout for that. And that's true for everyone. But those of you who are in the late degree placements now, you all are getting sort of honed in on for this, this February 16th full moon at 27 degrees of Leo. So we'll say around November 15th through the rest of the sign or 22 degrees through the rest of the sign, the closer to 27 degrees, the more intensely you will feel that full moon in Leo. But it could be very prolific for your creativity as well um, and any other Leo ruled things. Okay, so next we're going to go into the deep dive of the calendar, and then we're going to go, go into this um, Jupiter and Uranus beautiful aspect. But I will let you know right now, that although everyone in the zodiac can feel these good vibes for a very extended period of time from these two planets just being in a beautiful aspect, those of you who are close to 11 degrees, we'll say anywhere from 6 to 16 degrees, the closer to 11 degrees, the more beautiful a kiss you're going to get to your placement because of the mathematical lineup for you. So this is like November 1st-ish the most yummies, and then like the last five days of October, the first, you know, five or six days of November, you're all, you're you're in the, um, you know, the hot seat either way, for better and worse, right? You've got the pressure coming, but you've got the sweet aspects, um, which of course are available to all Scorpio placements. All right, so now let's look at the calendar, then let's look at this beautiful lineup and see the details. Okay, so to better understand the energies of February and how to use them, it will be very helpful to understand the energies that are surrounding February and running our compare and contrast. Um, and plus you get a sneak peek into the whole full first quarter of 2022. So we're going to check this out. I'll give you details about this as it relates to the energies of retrograde and direct, and then we'll hit our retrograde direct list so that you can see what types of activities to align in what location on our calendar here. Okay, so here we are in February. Now, just to give a little backdrop, January, we had Mercury go retrograde on January 14th. That shadow period had started in the last couple of days of December. So essentially all of January is full of retrograde energy. All right, Mercury, um, was retrograde, Venus was retrograde, didn't go direct till the end of the month. Now, we still are having a carryover of that energy into February because even though Mercury is direct right here at the beginning, it doesn't 
clear out of its post-shadow period until the 24th. This is what I mean about this hybrid energy because the energy after the 24th is more in the direct um, direct energy and then that just steamrolls and gets stronger on the 2nd of March when the energies become more uh, completely clear and we open into our first open launch period and our first of only two open launch periods of the whole year. Now we'll we'll come back to this this um, calendar, but I want to talk a little bit about the difference between the retrograde and direct energies to help you understand. January and for most of February, we've been in retroville, okay? So this is a time when things are going inwards and backwards, the tides are coming in. If you're trying to put something out onto the water, into the world, it, the tides are going to just roll it right back in. So it's better to just deal with what comes up. I always like to say, be the spider and eat the food that comes to you instead of trying to go out and find a bunch of food or, you know, weave a bunch of webs and push and, you know, make things happen. This is a time that although the energies are strong with Capricorn energy in January and February, which is good for getting stuff done, it's still better for dealing with the things you have to deal with that have piled up, that, you know, clearing out the clutter, doing your taxes, researching things for the future, wrapping up loose ends. You'll have a lot of focus towards tedious tasks, but that doesn't mean you should be trying to push them out very far. You just kind of deal with them as they come up. It can lend itself to a little confusion because with the retrogrades, things get called into question. So for most of February, we still have some things possibly being called into question, especially that first half. And it's a time really to just honor the flow. If you're trying to do something and it's not working, don't force it and you'll have a much happier relationship with the retrogrades. So it's a time to be in the moment and just, you know, leave room for last minute magic. We basically leave yourself unscheduled, as unscheduled as possible in your circumstance to leave room for this last minute magic. Okay, so just to go back now, this retro that we talked about, you know, this is all of January and pretty much the first half of February with it starting to wane after the second half of February as we get towards February 24th. But then once we get into February 24th and being triumphantly um, reiterated as we get to March 2nd and then very strong from March 2nd through April 27th, is the big open time for launches. So let's look at what that means. So that is the direct energy. Direct in this instance is talking about no personal planets being retrograde. Personal planets, Venus, Mercury, Mars are the personal planets that go retrograde. And we have another retrograde year here because we've got Mars retrograde towards the end of the year. So we've only got another time part of June, all of July, part of August, that will be completely free from personal planet retrogrades. And of those two windows, this window, you know, this three, this uh, March 2nd through April 27th window is even more strong for launches than that June through August one, because we've got all these Aries energies that will be coming up in March. And that is really good for bursting things out into the world. So here's where you want to do your big launches, your big life dream decisions, get your book out, you know, 
engagements, weddings, marriages, you know, spring is or fall for you all down under is a lovely time for weddings. And this is a really fantastic um, time in the stars. Agreements, commitments, investments, moves, brand new projects, having clarity, future planning, and to push, initiate, and even force sometimes, you know, if, if you have to push through something within yourself, it's much easier to push things out into the world when the tides are going out as they will be towards the end of February. Okay. So once we get around Valentine's day, uh, February 14th, things are starting to look pretty clear. We still have another 10 days of the haze until we get it completely clear. And then we still have a little lingering energy of Venus, you know, Venus, of course, ruling love, beauty, money, um, I went into that those energies at you know fully in the November December January horoscopes and you can um, search for anybody Shelley Venus retrograde to understand that more, um, but that's very very important to understand. Okay, so while we've got our calendar here, let's just hit a couple of more points. Eclipse season is going to start mid March because it starts around four to six weeks before the first eclipse, which in this case actually is April 30th. And then there's one in May as well. These are the Taurus Scorpio eclipses. And um, so those types of, you know, big changes, the anxiety, the, you know, the butterflies, the feeling like your fingers stuck in a socket. We've got a break here in February from that because even though we can see um, eclipse news or eclipse related news come in at any time during the years of the eclipse cycle, they tend to heat up in the four to six weeks before the eclipse. So this, this February time is really nice in that way that we are free of the heat of eclipse season. And actually February is one of the most non-eventful astrological months of the whole year we've you know a lot of times we've got a lot a lot a lot a lot of things going on in February we have a little bit less so it's just kind of you know it's a hybrid in the way that it's you know retrograde for part and direct for part but we don't have as many planets clashing we don't have any of the the big um, negative planet clashes that we've been having and actually we have a super positive one which we're going to talk about more after this but I just want to show you the dates on the on the calendar here mid-January through mid-March this Jupiter sextile Uranus aspect now you know we've been getting shellacked by outer planets connecting in a difficult way when outer planets come together it's very um powerful and have very strong lasting effects for everybody and those the aspects usually last for a long time because those planets are slower moving so we only have one pass of this jupiter uranus beautiful kiss and this the strongest part of it will be here february 17th through the 21st but the whole month before and after the energies are very strong so let's talk about what the blessings and potential positive effects of the Jupiter Uranus connections will be okay let's drill down into the exciting transit of Jupiter sextile Uranus as we've been talking about, we have been having a lot of difficulties with the outer planets, these slower moving planets that once they come into a configuration, they stay in it for a while. 
Except that has been very heavy because the configurations that have been happening over the last couple of years have been consistently difficult. But now we have a beautiful period where we've got the outer planets, two of them, Jupiter and Uranus, Jupiter and Pisces and Uranus in Taurus, coming together in this fabulous combination. So we're going to talk about some things that go on as positive potentials. But let's first look at what we're looking at here. So here is the planet Uranus. And here is Jupiter. Jupiter's in Pisces. And this meeting is actually going to occur at 11 degrees. Okay, so once Jupiter moves to the 11 degree of Pisces position, it will lock in place into a sextile, which is a 60 degree angle. If you've been listening to my work for a while, you know that a 60 degree angle is the opportunity angle. It's the ingredients on a counter angle where we're presented with a bunch of different options to make beautiful meals in our lives. That's a figurative and possibly literal as well. Um, but we have to do something with it. So this is a time where you have to really look for, sometimes it will be apparent, but you have to look for and do something with the potentials. And then you can activate this expansion of Jupiter, the intuition and artistic um, connectedness to all things of Pisces, the emotional high um, EQ and this Uranus, the innovation and um, surprises and sudden insights and sudden events in this grounded energy of Taurus, meaning the very unstable energy of Uranus is able to be much more manifested into form, which is a hard thing to do with Uranus. It's very fleeting. So the combination of the, the solidness of the earth placement, the um, really just innovative and futuristic energies of Uranus combined with this beautiful, emotional, intuitive, expansive energy. So anything that combines all of those energies, there will be lots of opportunities. Now, the dates that are most active are February 17th through the 21st. This is the big day when the official degree and minute line up, but it's still, they're still matching at 11 degrees through this time um, from February 17th to February 21st. But from all of mid-January, insensitive people could feel it a little sooner, even beginning of January, possibly even sooner, um, but certainly mid-January through mid-March. And again, sensitive people, if you're looking out, you might see those effects kind of drizzling in later. But we've definitely got a two-month period where this energy is very strong and very usable. So we could discover the power of rest and quiet revealing itself in wonderful ways. Through sudden insights, problem solving, awarenesses of the past, dips into the future, in this particular configuration, daring to do something different can yield very positive results. Now, I'm not talking about, um, you know, and here we can kind of talk about this, indulging in a crazy idea can work out big time. We're not talking about super reckless, very dangerous things necessarily, unless intuitively there's something very specific in that for you. But in general, this is something with like a calculated risk. That Taurus energy with the Uranus really likes that calculated risk, but just having the the daringness to do something different. And that's very subjective. So you doing something different 
you know, can feel like a big deal to you, this thing you're going to do. Um, but someone else might not think twice about doing that particular thing. So it's a relative experience, but it could work out really well. Taking a step away from an issue or a pattern could reveal sudden life-changing insights and outcomes. So that's this, you know, Jupiter and Pisces where we're expanding that quiet space. I like to call it the space of private personal pursuits. And then anything artistic in nature, finding your voice in with your art, stepping into art for the first time, expanding the artistic endeavors you have. Um, artistic and endeavors can take on more special significance at this time. And any psychological or other inner work can actually expand even further and include sudden healings of addictions, fear, or anxiety. Now, just to, you know, be very raw here as humans, we're probably never going to be completely free of fear, right? But the patterns and the addictive pattern of feeling when we have to be afraid, um, we could have some major impact here, including perfect practitioners that come in, modalities that come in that can be helpful, or our sudden and clear commitment to use tools um, to help us to calm down when we get anxious. Tools like EFT, the emotional freedom technique. There are so many tools you can look for, tools to clear fear, tools, you know, self-help for anxiety. And of course, if it's um, very extreme and you need help, then this might be a time where you can find someone that can really help you. And innovation and intuition co-mingling in powerful ways. So this is just a really magical time full of promise um, with that little note, though, the little footnote that says, but hey, it's a sextile, so you might actually have to do something with those possibilities that are surrounding you to activate their full glory. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology-inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. 
and payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way. Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.